If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Thank you. 
What's up, everyone? We are broadcasting live from sunny Southern California on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. Happy Monday slash Tuesday, everyone. It's September 12th into the 13th. Man, how did we get so far into September so fast? You're listening to the Jess Rogie Show. I'm Jess Rogie, and thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. This is your first time here. This is a show for people who want to explore a variety of topics to try to find out more about the reality that we live in. You know, and here sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about TV shows, sometimes we talk about consciousness and spirituality, sometimes we talk about current events, sometimes we talk about the paranormal. We're all multifaceted people, right? We, are, we have different interests. So let's talk about a multitude of fringe topics. Because you know what I always like to say? I say there's so much more to the world than we can see with our eyes. Oh, man. So tonight we have the Fringe FM Discord going. My dog was just making a noise. I think he was snoring. And we also have the Jess Rogie Show Discord tonight, guys. And we also we also have the fantastic YouTube channel tonight, too. So thank you guys so much for joining me in the chats tonight. Oh, let's see. Over in YouTube, we've got uh, Brian Whitaker. What up, Brian? Thank you for joining us. Sylvain, thank you for joining us, Sylvain. And I know, Sylvain, too, that I have an episode of yours that we need to edit, but I cannot edit right now. So please be patient. And we got Laura in the house tonight. And I want to congratulate Laura on her her maternity leave coming up soon. Now you just got to rest until it's time. <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking before the show tonight and I said, you know, I'm I'm feeling crappy. I've been feeling crappy. I've got this fibromyalgia thing, right? So it flares up. Then I'm in a lot of pain. Then I just feel crappy, right? So it happens all the time if I can't sleep or I get stressed out, everything flares up. So I'm in a lot of pain. But, you know, as as I'm sitting here and getting ready for the show tonight, I put music on. I start getting excited because I'm going to hang out with you guys tonight. And, you know, we're going to have a chill show tonight. No guest. It's just me and you. And you guys can call in tonight, too. I'll drop the phone number here soon. <laughs> I'll drop the phone number here soon. But so, but the thing is like knowing that I'm going to come on the show, knowing that I'm going to hang out with you guys tonight, it just really kind of perked me up. My hands still hurt. My back still hurts, but I feel like I got that energy. So tonight I thought we'd do a pretty chill show. No guest. I wanted to read some news, you know, like the old Rogie report, talk about it, take some calls. I have some fun news stories, some creepy news stories. Um, but, uh, oh, tomorrow night I have a surprise for you. We have James Salcedo from Salcedo Paranormal. He's going to be joining us, and he's going to be sharing stories from his apartment. And uh, James is like a paranormal magnet or something, but he always has things going on. And it's super interesting, and it'll kind of warm us up for Halloween. So for the month of October, actually starting 
kind of now we're going to start, well, I guess this week, I don't know about next week, but every week we're going to have a paranormal themed guest, a paranormal specialist, a researcher, a podcaster, uh, all the way up to Halloween. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I want to get in that kind of creepy spirit. Then on Wednesday night, yay, Wednesday, Wednesday, we got Fringe Culture with the Night Stalker, Derek Murphy. And I think I have to confirm with him tomorrow, but I think we're going to be finally talking about Sandman. And then on Friday, 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 we have the Majungus. Majungus are the ancient alien rock band with Majungus Mike. I know that's not his last name, but Majungus Mike and Max Cherry will be joining us. And I think we are their first media appearance for their new album release. And we will be playing some of their new songs. Um, if you haven't checked them out, you can go to Majungus. Uh, they're on all social media. But they have some great songs like I Believe in Bob Lazar. It's, it's pretty sweet. So even you guys can check that out on Spotify. And I think it's on YouTube, too, if you want to get a little uh, a little background on there. And Laura says, I love chill shows. Me too, Laura. Me too. What is up to David, UAP David slash bug, which I laughed about all weekend. I was like, dude, that was bug. That was buggy this whole time. And I, I didn't know. So let's see. So we're going to get into some old fashioned rogie report news tonight. And the phone lines will be open after this first segment. So first let's get into this. So I want you guys to know this is a listener supported show. And if you want to help support the show, you know, I'm thinking about trying to get some merch done. So if you guys are into that, let me know. And then I'll try to get some designs going because, you know, I want to work on these things, but I want to know that you guys want them because I don't want to make them and nobody wants them. So do you guys like t-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers? What kind of things do you guys like? Mouse pads? I don't know. What do people like? I already said hats. Water bottles, you know. Let me know what kind of merch you guys would like. I got to make a better logo. I got to gotta make some snazzy stuff. So if you guys are into that, you know, send me a message. Let me know. Say, I'd like a hat or a coffee mug. You know, I would buy it or I would purchase such a design. But in the meantime, if you want to help support the show for the price of a cup of coffee, and you guys know I love coffee, you can head over to buymeacoffee.com and search Jess Rogie, R-O-G-G-E. Excuse me, I literally just burped and I had too much coffee. Or you can head over to my link tree and there's also links there on how to donate. Because guys, honestly, I'm going to tell you the truth. I need a new computer. This computer is very, very old. Very old. Very old. It would, it's, very, you'll buy merch? All right. So UAP David says, I'll buy merch, a t-shirt. So at least we got one, one for a t-shirt. Now I have to think of a snazzy design. Well, thank you, David. <laughs> thank you, David. I appreciate it. Anything helps. And I got to send you a gift, but sending things to the UK is expensive. We'll figure something out. Thank you, David, so much. And then Laura needs leggings. You will need leggings. Laura, bless you. I can't wait for you to have that baby. I'm going to write leggings down. Because you've been pregnant a long time. Brian says cup or mug, which totally makes sense, right? Cup. Or a mug. 
Yeah, so if you guys let me know, then I can make this stuff, and then we we can get some stuff going. Helps bring some money into the show, and you guys can take pictures of your merch, of the, like you using the merch, and you know, tag me on social. Sorry, that's really cool. I just never had merch, so that would help because I'm trying to raise funds to get this computer. I'm trying to do some more stuff on Patreon because I want to do some video editing. You guys know that I'm a video editor a photo editor, an audio editor, and I can't do it on this computer. It's just too slow. Or maybe we have a wealthy listener out there, some super wealthy listener that wants to donate and help get the show a computer. I just need a, it's just really, the la, Loris is the last one. I hope so, my dear. I hope so. Ah. <laughs> uh. So I also want to give a shout out to all the patrons. Speaking of Patreon, uh, thank you to Russ, Barb, Clown Baby, Tommy G and Serge and Anthony. Thank you guys so much for donating and supporting the show for as little as $3 a month. You get access to early announcements, behind the scenes, blogs, and I'm going to work on something. I have to figure it out, but you get a role in discord as well. So if also, if you can't help support the show monetarily, it also helps if you, share the show, like the show, um, share it with a friend who may enjoy it. Um, those kind of things help too. You know, if you like an episode or you have a friend or that would be interested in some of the topics that we talk about, yeah, share it. So I want to give a shout out to the sponsor too. If you guys love aliens or just looking for a great hat or a t-shirt or maybe even some socks, let me put that up here. Sorry. Head over to brimoftheworld.com or Aliens Built Earth and use promo code ETSR for 15% off. And you get a great hat. And there's lots of pictures with me in that Aliens Built Earth hat. And I've got a great new one here. And I'm not turning my camera on tonight, but, uh, but I'll show you guys tomorrow. But it's a great hat. It's made of corduroy, so it's got a great texture to it, and it's embroidered. So great quality hats. Uh, the one in the picture you see, I've worn for two years, and it still looks great. So head over to Brim of the World slash Aliens Built Earth, and you can get your very own hat there, guys. So, okay, I got this set up. So if you guys have been listening on the fringe, you know this song. So let me play it so, so we can bring that whole Rogie Report news feel in. As, is Serge rich? If Serge is actually rich, help me, Serge. <laughs> Pass it on. <laughs> In that case, too, we also would like a Creative Cloud uh, Adobe subscription for a year. That would be, like, really sweet. And a new computer uh, just would be creating all kinds of crap. But anyways, let's do this new stuff, guys. I blabbed for a little bit doing the whole opening here. Here we go. Ready? Well, let's do the mood. Set the mood. You hear it? Oh, it's so fun. You guys haven't heard this in a long time. It's so fun, right? Can I do it? I haven't done it in a long time. I can't. So this is the Just Rogie Show, and we are doing a special edition of the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie. I forgot I used to say something else. Oh, bringing you the latest in fringe news from... Gosh, I'll have to listen to it again. We'll be better next time, guys. We'll be better next time with the intro on the news. So there's a, lot, a hell of a lot of news going on. I'm trying to keep it fringy. I'm trying to keep 
it a little bit away from kind of the conspiracy stuff and kind of keep it a little fun tonight. Oh, we are not on a break. This is incorrect. That little slide is incorrect. All right, there we go. So I got lots of articles. So if you guys are new and you haven't heard me before, uh, I did the news for, I guess, two, almost three years, I think, on the Fringe FM. And uh, I did it every day, did short little news segments. And that's how I got my start on the station. So I've always wanted to do this and I've never had a moment because a lot of the times we have guests, so we don't have time to do these new shows, but I think I'm going to start making time for them because it's something I enjoy. And it also keeps me up to date with everything that's going on with more of kind of seeing the trend of things is what, what I like to keep an eye on. But tonight we've got some fun news for you guys. And if anyone wants to help donate and get me a pair of headphones, that doesn't, is not a gaming headset because the stupid mic on the headphone keeps hitting my regular mic and it's irritating. And I hope you guys, it doesn't bother you guys too much. Excuse me one second. I have to burp. So don't drink too much coffee on an empty stomach because yeah. So, so I've got a few news stories tonight and then I've, and if we have time at the end, I kind of want to talk about this healer, this interesting healing. You guys know, I don't talk about healers. So this is really interesting. Laura can't do it right now. Cause you, the, the uh, pregnant women cannot do the, the, um, the, the healing, but uh, maybe later. No, I have, no, I don't want to do it. You're set with Mike. I want a table mic and then headset with Mike. Yeah. I have a mic. Laura, but I don't, I have a headset with a mic and I have a mic because my normal headphones broke a little while back. Cause somebody not Loki. Yeah. Totally Loki ate my, uh, the cord on my headset. So let's talk a little bit about the news. I don't want to scare you guys, but there is a warning. This, this news story has kind of a scary picture that goes with it. So if you're watching it on YouTube, be warned and I'll warn you before I put it up. I don't know. Uh, I got a USB mic on the table. Yeah. USB. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I said table mic. Tabletop mic. So our stories tonight are AI art woman haunts the internet. Ooh, creepy. What's up with the doomsday glacier or down, I guess, because it's kind of breaking apart. Rising sea level projections in the U.S. And there's all this like climate change stuff that kind of tied together. Would releasing all classified UFO videos harm national national security? Should ufology die? Lou Elizondo thinks so. Does LSD have therapeutic benefits? So let's see. Tonight we're going to talk a little bit about AI news. And I know have you guys have, have you guys, but I know you guys have been around the internet because you're here. But AI art, um, creating art with AI, has become this huge, huge popular thing that's that people are doing. And if you haven't checked it out, what you do is you go to these different AI apps and you type in a few words, and it creates art based on the words that you've put put it in. I guess it's called prompt. Once you put in the prompt, and um, I get tons of AI created art because a good friend of mine loves using it and he loves to create silly things and make silly prompts. So I've been getting them all day. Well, thank you, Laura. <laughs> Laura says she's trying to donate on the phone. Thank you, Laura. Use a computer. So 
most of the AI art that I've seen, and I don't know if you guys have seen it too, is actually pretty pretty. Like a lot of it's pretty, some of it's whimsical, you know, it looks pretty cool. I'm trying to see if I have my AI art folder here. I thought I did. Maybe I don't. Maybe I do. Um, I don't have a pretty, oh, they're on my phone. So never, I made some, I tried to get ready, guys. I had these uh, AI arts that I created with my phone, but they're on my phone and I have to send them to my computer so that we can see them. But most AI art, it's pretty whimsical. It's it's nice. You know, it, sometimes it looks so good. You wonder if it could have been done by human. But what it does is this AI art, right? It's whatever algorithms it uses, it scans, and then it combines these things into an image. So I'm sending it so that I have one here. But what if AI started getting creepy? Oh, you packed up your son's, Laura says she packed up her son's laptop. <laughs> so I, I get it. So it's all the phone. Oh, Laura. <laughs> So what if there was a person or that kept AI kept creating and and it looks haunting cuz I this is the first AI thing that I've ever seen that is so haunting and kind of creepy and I'm kind of nervous to put the picture up because it's scary. So when I talk about this AI it's could it be evil AI? Could it be the ghost in the machine? What's interesting is, you know, we talk about this 3D world that we live in. There's the dream world, which we talked about last week, the meditation world, which we've spoken about with Drew Banke, the afterlife, which we have spoken to about with many people, and psychedelic beings, which we do have a guest coming on to talk about his experience with the machine elves and other uh, DMT beings. And that's going to be real interesting, but that's what we do. We like to explore these realms, but this, this, this realm is a new realm. This is the digital realm, right? The realm where the AI is. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying we're starting to explore this realm. So what if, what if beings existed in there? What if these, what if there could be these egregores or tulpas that are created. I don't know if egregore would be the correct word because it's the belief in something, right? That creates that or tulpa, I guess is the same thing. But what if there's these digital belief, like the creepy pastas, right? Like slender man that it, it was originally just more of a, a legend and a story. And then it turns and then people start to believe into it and it starts to manifest and get more energy. And all of a sudden those children were trying to murder that other child in the name of slender man. So these ideas that are on the internet can come out into the real world, right? Like we were talking about the other day about manifestation and how, you know, a thought can be turned into a physical item, you know, or, or a goal can be achieved and created. Um, so, what if these things can also be created from the internet, right? So some of our guests would probably say, yes, Jess, there are definitely beings in the digital realm. But like I was saying, and if you guys have any comments, questions, you know, feel free to throw them in the chat. And also after I finish this segment, we will be opening the phone lines as we go through this creepy lady story. So the AI art stuff is pretty darn popular, right? And if you haven't tried it, uh, the one I have on my phone is called um, 
and I'll throw the picture. I'll send the pictures over to my email during the break so that you guys can see. But uh, I wish I got permission from my friend because I would have shown you the ones he made. They were um, they're pretty cool. He did one uh, Rocky eating chili and it looked like Rocky eating chili. But um, the one I use on my phone, it's uh, it's called Wonder. And um, you just type in a prompt and then it gives you several options for the art style. Um, and I believe the other ones are the, are very similar. There's ones called Dolly mini mid journey and stable diffusion. And there's a lot more. And if you just search on your app store, if you go to your, or if you go on the computer, you can search as well. If you haven't used one before, it's super easy. It's just type a couple words in the prompt. The AI interprets it. It takes a few moments and then you come out with an image a few minutes later and you can download it. But yeah, but sometimes, so here, let me get this picture for you because I can show you an example. So this one I called, uh, I think I said, a Sunday in the park with dogs. Let's see here if I can find it. Which email did I send it to? Let's see. Yeah, here it is. I should have sent more, but this is the one I have. So I can show you. So this is called Sunday afternoon at the park with dogs. Now, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see it. If not, it's just kind of a nice, sunny-looking picture. Let's see here. Window. Here we go. There you go. So the AI created that. It looks like a little painting. What's great is the light. The light detail is really good. The shadows are really good. There's dogs. It's a lady at the park. It looks like a Sunday afternoon. There are some weird objects in the sky. I don't know what that's about, but one looks kind of like a sky jellyfish, but uh, from Nope. Right, it's got the Nope jellyfish in it. And then it looks like an angel or some birds are flying around in there. But it's not that scary, even though the dogs don't actually have dog heads. They just kind of have dog bodies. Now, so if you guys get scared or squeamish, this is a little, this is the AI we're going to be talking about tonight. I have a couple pictures we're going to go through as we talk about it. I'm not going to put her picture first, but as I tell this story, I'll put the pictures up so you guys can see. So, is this real or is it more of a spooky story? So we'll go into it like that. So on Twitter, a user called Super Composite posted, I discovered this woman who I call Loeb, Loeb, back in April. The AI reproduced her more easily than most celeb celebrities. Her presence is persistent and she haunts every image she touches. It was created using negative prompt weights which means that instead of creating an image with the prompt, remember I explained the prompt earlier, the AI tries to make the image look as different as possible. So, for example, what the artist did was they, they typed in Marlon Brando, or the opposite of Marlon Brando, right? So you guys know what Marlon Brando looks like, right? Let's see. Get your Marlon Brando photos. We'll open it like that. Let's share this. Yeah, you know what Marlon Brando looks like, right? He's an actor, played the Godfather, right? So basically, he typed in, put the negative of Marlon Brando, the opposite, negative prompt. So this is what it came up with. 
picture of the next one. I have to stop this, share this. It'd be great if I got a had a guy or an assistant that could click on these while I do this. But it's me. So here we go. So this is the opposite of Marlon Brando. It looks like a logo that says digital P-N-T-I-C-K with a two. Looks like there's a guitar pick, kind of a painting of somewhat of a castle kind of thing. So that's the opposite of Marlon Brando, right? So next, he put in the negative prompt weight of this other image. Or of this, typing in the words there. Digita, basically D-I-G-I-T-A. P-N-T-I-C-K or P-I-T-K-C-2. And then he typed that in as the negative font weight. And then what came up? Now, here you go, guys. If you guys get scared, full warning, full warning. This picture, I'm gonna make I won't make it big. How's that? Full warning. This one is a little creepy. So I want you guys, don't be scared, okay? I feel really bad that I'm showing it to you guys, but I have to. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. No, um, before I put this on, Laura did say Marlon Brando was very handsome when he was young. I agree. Very handsome. Very, very handsome. But this, so remember, it went from negative prompt Marlon Brando, which made this kind of logo that looked kind of like it was on a cake, right? Meet, don't be scared. Okay, guys, I feel really bad. Um, meet Loeb. She, this is the opposite of the logo. I don't like it. It's kind of scary. Just look at it. So what it is, is I'll kind of describe it, but I'm only going to share it for a few moments because it's fucking creepy, guys. Oh, and on that, let's take a quick break. It will come back with more. We're going to talk about this creepy lady that doesn't exist or does she on the internet. This is the opposite of the logo that was opposite of Marlon Brando. This is what those AI programs came up with, this creepy woman. So until so stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. More when we come back. That was a perfect time for a break. I'll take that down so you guys don't have to watch that during the break. <laughs> so stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. More with me, Jess Rogie here on the Jess, I almost said the Rogie Report News, on the Fringe FM. Oh, nobody likes it. Don't like it, right? And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that energy because it has a really creepy energy to it. Tell me it doesn't. Tell me it doesn't when I come back. I'm going to close that. Maybe I'll share some Marlon Brando. Um, to, I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. I apologized. I prefaced it. I'm going to share Marlon Brando during the commercial break because it's a lot nicer. It's a lot nicer, guys. Let's get Marlon Brando during the break here. This is better. This palate cleanser. 
I'll be right back. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at IamDarkWaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at IamDarkWaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dogman Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dogman Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at IamDarkWaters.com. That's IamDarkWaters.com. You are there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Hey there, this is Jess, host of The Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy here on the Fringe FM every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinical 
clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just six one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Boy, that escalated quickly. It did, didn't it? <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, I didn't mean to. I know that picture is creepy as hell. You guys are listening to the Chess Rogie Show live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. It is. What is it? Monday? Tuesday now. Well, almost Tuesday, I guess. It's still Monday here in California. Man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if you guys are on YouTube. If you want me to send you the picture, or you guys can just look up L O A B. And they get worse. So that is the only one that I'm going to show. If you're curious, check it out yourself. I don't want to scare everybody. My first thought was when I saw the picture, I knew it disturbed me. And it bothered me. And it bothered people in the chat, too. It was quite creepy, honestly. Um, it, and for you listening on the radio out there on the Fringe FM, it is the face of a woman, older, a little bit older, with stringy hair. And these rosacea kind of looking. But it kind of also looks like um, the butterfly rash from um, Lupus on the uh, cheeks but they're kind of in the shape of a as they go down over the cheeks and she has no eyes it's just black and it just goes deep and deep there's a lot of texture and the expression on her face is just so haunting because it's blank it's completely blank but it also has the sadness to it and it's pretty damn creepy i have to tell you but so I thought about it during the break. What makes it creepy? It's not just it's the imagery, of course, right? But the feeling behind the image. When we as humans create art, we put feeling into it, right? There's emotion put into it. When you create, draw like a person or an animal, you're also like imbuing it with like a spirit, right? With the eyes, and you're just making it have this energy, right? To it, and it looks alive, you know? So. But the AI created this Loeb or this digital artist that created her. It has no soul. It has no spirit. It has nothing. It's devoid of it. And there's a sadness to it. So is it's kind of like this AI expressing the sadness of not having a soul, right? Or that's how I interpret it. So actually, is it actually art, right? So the artist said, through some kind of statistical accident, it, ha it it she was created. Something about this woman is adjacent to extremely gory and macabre imagery in the distribution of the AI's world knowledge. So then you start to think, I don't, do you guys want to see it again? Because I don't want to open it again. I'm going to delete it. <laughs> I'm going to delete it from my computer now because I don't like it. Goodbye.
We'll keep Marlon Brando, though. And all I could think was, damn AI. That's sad. Like, what did you... Did we hurt you? Did the humans do this? And like I said, that's literally one of the tamer images. If you look up... Um, what is his name again? Or her name? Or their name? Super Composite on Twitter. You'll come across the thread. And um, there's some of the images are blurred out because they are kind of freaking scared. I, I didn't even click on them, just to be honest, because I didn't want to see what twisted, gory thing that the AI came up with. So I chose not to click. And if you're braver than me, you can click. But I ain't going to click on that. But it makes you wonder how it... Yes, and so now the picture's like haunting me. We need something cute. I've got a great picture for this. I've got something. I got a palette cleanser, guys. I've been saving this for the perfect time. If you guys are ready, if you're watching on YouTube, we have the perfect palette cleanser. It's going to make you feel much better, especially after seeing that. All right. This is not my dog, but this is a um, internet dog. And that will uh, help you. Oh, crap. I closed it. That'll help cleanse your palate right there. It's a baby Dotson with a giant tennis ball. So that's going to help as we kind of talk about that um, creepy lady because I looked at her picture right now. So this is a palate cleanser if you wonder why there's a cute little dog on there right now. But I chose not to click and it, one, it makes you wonder how these AI art programs are able to pull these things together and what because what it does is it doesn't like scrapbook all the images together and chop up pieces and create something. What it does is it takes the words, right? And it goes and it tries to pull them together with the algorithms and create something absolutely new, not exactly like from its knowledge of this item, right? If we were to say like a bowl of chili, then it would create a bowl of chili. Um, my friend Glurp created a lot of pictures today and he did, you know, like Giorgio Tsoukalos fishing and it basically kind of looked like that because if it has enough knowledge about a certain image, like a dog earlier, I showed what it thought dogs look like and it basically made it look like dogs or the impression of a dog. It was very impressionistic, but there was one image that Glurp made earlier that you can see on Glurp's uh, Instagram. It was a bear being abducted by ufos and it's this actually very cute image of like these bears sitting around and one's just kind of raising in the air I, like i said i should have asked him permission to do that and i didn't ask permission for this dog either so we'll take the dog off but bless this little dog he's our palate cleanser for the night so how this guy did this or this guy i don't know if it's a guy so i'm sorry but if you guys have thoughts or feelings about this AI image and you want to share them, you know, just drop them in the chat and I'll read it. But yeah, so the next, so Super Composite is the name of the individual that created that. And he said, he took the, okay, so then he took the images of Loeb, right? And that's why there's so many of them. And so he input it into the algorithm, right? And then so anytime he typed Loeb, it would start, it would bring her in and it created this massive amount of creepy images based on her. There's one that's like a Navi, you know, like from Avatar, but no matter what that same feeling is in all the images, no matter how grotesque it gets. So if you're curious, look up super composite on Twitter, 
but it, it spawned all these super macabre, super gory images. And, you know, I'm a horror person, but these these bothered me. There's something about them, too, that are just very uncomfortable. They make you very uncomfortable. There's, like, headless humans and horrifying faces and just it's not what you want to look at before you go to sleep so we will lighten it up guys before we go to bed but it, it's very much like a creepy pasta super composite he says uh loeb haunts every image she touches which is true so then the energy of this image just keeps going through this whole thread this week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Well, looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. So they took the prompt that included the original images of Loeb and they mixed them with other images to create more images. And uh, because it's kind of dark looking and they are very dark energy, dark feeling, just creepy feeling, Super Composite does not share which program they used because they don't want people to make more stuff like this because it is very, it's, some creepy looking stuff guys and like nightmare fuels what it is and now it's kind of become this i don't know virally kind of thing and now there's even this wikipedia page it says loeb is the name of an unexpected an er emergent image from artificial intelligence featuring a distressed macabre older woman First generated back in April of 2022 by Twitter user Supercomposite using algorithmic technique of negatively weighted image prompt using prompt Brando one generated the skyline with cryptic skyline with the cryptic lettering and an opposing image yielded Loeb. I wonder what about Loeb. Hold on. I just was like, wow, is that? So Loeb is B A O L is is there anything B-A-O-L? But anyways, the subsequent iterations became increasingly violent and gory, which was unexpected. And like I said, if you guys haven't checked it out, you can. Just probably don't do it at night because it is pretty creepy. But the persistence of the image is also an al algorithmic mystery in as much as it vanishes and reappears a process which is not well understood. The software used created the images has not been for various reasons disclosed by the artist. Loeb has re been referred to as the first AI generated cryptid, which has also gone viral and also a creepypasta. So what do you guys think? I can open the phone lines if you guys want to call in and share what you think. But yeah, no, that was a creepy one. I'd like to lighten it up, but now I have a whole bunch of stories about the rising ocean.
but also just you know just to be aware not to scare you guys because this stuff's happening like you know in a long time you know in maybe like 30 years less than 30 years but you know just to be aware you know um so there's a lot of articles lately talking about the rising sea levels, right? And whether you believe it or not, they're kind of rising. So if you live by the ocean, I wanted to talk by, about this. I live by the ocean. I live in Southern California. So I read this article and it says, oh, see, Brian loves the dog. Yeah. I love dog palate cleanser, right? And if you're listening on the radio and you want to call in, the number tonight is 949-427-0771. Once again, it's 949-427-0771. I think we should always have a dog as a palate cleanser. Next time we'll get a Loki or a pickle picture up here. So if you live by the ocean, I found this article and it was, and so you guys are like, well, is it, is it real? Who's looking into this? And I find a lot of the times when you see like the financial people looking into things, and investors looking into things that they care because they put money into it. So there's probably some research that went into it. So the article says hundreds and thousands of American homes will be swallowed by the sea. Don't be scared, guys, though. This is a long time, but this is like a projective kind of analysis. So the article quotes a new analysis by Climate Central. Who's Climate Central? Climate Central, you can Google them, but here's what the website says. Climate Central is an independent group of scientists com and communicators who research and report the facts about our climate change and how it affects people's lives. And according to their assessment, the sea level rise will impact the tax base of hundreds of coastal counties. So... Yeah, so the ocean levels are rising, right? So say what you want about climate change. When it, But when it comes to things like money and property, the rich people care, right? So they're going to talk about it. So they said by the middle of the century, it's projected that over 650,000 in individual tax parcels totaling about 4.4 million acres are projected to be at least partially below the relevant tidal boundary level. So basically, they're, what they're measuring is the amount of properties that will be affected by the rising sea levels. And so you guys are like, California, right? California's got to be the top of that. And no, actually, at least according to this prediction or this analysis, California is not. People are always like, California is going to sink. It's not. We're still here. We're still here. But Florida... Louisiana and areas of Texas have the largest number of affected parcels, but these are areas, you know, that tend to flood already. Right. So they're just saying these places are going to flood. They said, um, yeah, but basically they're worried about the money on it. So let me get to the part that matters. Blah, 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 blah. So basically, property loss to coastal flooding also risks tax revenue. So that's what they're talking about, right? But that's not what I cared about in the article. What I cared about was things like it said flooding is worsened by climate change, which is accelerating the rate of sea level rise as the oceans warm. Here's the thing, too. If you remember science, right? Warmer water occupies more volume. Thus, so if it's heating up, it's it takes up more volume. So as the glaciers melt, they're going to be more floods. So it said Louisiana is the most vulnerable state. 
And like I said, California was pretty low. So what's happening, right? I don't know what's happening, but I can tell you not why I can tell you what's happening, but do I know why? I don't know why. So speaking of the water, right? I wanted to talk about that because we kind of have this visual image of like the water's kind of coming in over the coast slowly, right? So what's been happening, and I've been reporting on this for years now, is the Thwaites Doomsday Glacier. And um, they're saying it could collapse soon. Not soon, but in the near future. So that would cause what happened in our last story, right? So according to the new study published in the journal Nature Geoscience, the Thwaites Glacier has been in a steady collapse pattern and could very rapidly retreat. So what does that mean, right? What does that mean, Jess? I don't know. Well, according to the press release from the University of South Florida, wait, hold on. Did I not make my note there good? But, oh, a marine geophysicist, uh, Robert Larder, and co study co-author said, it's really holding on by its fingernails. We should expect to see big changes over small time scales in the near future, even from one year to the next, once the great glacier retreats beyond a shallow ridge in its bed. So it's kind of happening. What can we do? I don't know if you can move away from, you know, the coast or to higher ground. It's weird because it's like you hear about these things happening and is it going to happen slow? Is it going to happen fast? We don't actually kind of really know, but these things affect everything as the, because there's a train reaction, right? Remember everything in this world is connected, right? The physical world. And, you know, if a bug dies or is extinct, it affects what eats that bug. If the water patterns change, if, the temperatures change. It affects everybody on the planet, right? So, too, we've all been wondering. I'm sorry. Now we're going drag again, right? So you may have noticed there's more illnesses and more sicknesses out there, these, um, these viruses, these infectious diseases. And I'm not going to get into the C word. But what I'm going to say is ever since that outbreak, it seems like there's more and more media kind of covering these stories of, I know, and now I'm getting into newsy Jess. This is a part of Jess that some of you guys haven't heard in a while, right? So you wonder, are they, is the media hyping up these, these stories or are they actually happening more? So, you know, scientists are looking into it. And so they're saying the climate change is kind of helping to make this a little worse. Or is it? because nobody actually knows, but in the new study published in the nature climate change, a team of researchers went through several decades worth of papers that documented human pathogens affected by climatic ha ha or hazards. And they said, um, they found that 58% of diseases were shown to be exasperated by climate change. And let's see if I can get through these because after the break, we're going to get into, we're going to get into the uh, talking about what, what did I call it? Class of, we're going to talk about, how the Navy doesn't want to release classified footage of UFOs because um, of uh, national security. So we'll talk about that after the break. But real quick, let's try to get through these climate change notes. But this is the first study that's been done to see been a, that mapped out and quantified how infectious diseases are connected to various climate events. So and it's not what you think. It's a little bit different, right? So they said they cannot be sure, and they do admit this because we don't know that 
there's a hundred percent sure on the links between the pathogens and climate change. This is just kind of their theory. And it kind of makes sense. So one, they said a couple of ways is climate hazards bring pathogens and humans together. Yeah. Right. So an example is changing rain patterns could bring mosquitoes into populated areas and heat waves could bring more people into the water, into these waterborne diseases, boom, illnesses, right? Another way is climate change could weaken the human body's ability to fight off pathogens, but it's not directly, right? So it says, oh, say there's a hurricane or tornado and then people have to go live in shared spaces, then people don't, and, oh, there's low food. Oh, people could get more sick. So these are, that's not quite yeah, how, how it was, how the story was advertised, right? So the study author says it's naive for us to think that we're going to be able to adapt to this. There's no way that with so many diseases and so many different pathways, we can full, fully adapt. So what can we do? I don't know. Try to be more healthy and not swim in mosquito water, but there's not much to do. I mean, all we can do is what we're doing now is just be healthy. You know, that's the best medicine we have. Be healthy and wash your hands. Try to eat right. Get that vitamin D. Don't get too close to sick people and tell sick people to stay away from you. That's what I do. So we are going to take our top of the hour break. I'm going to drop that phone number for you guys in the chat one more time, or I'm going to read it out to you one more time. It's 949-427-0771. Once again, that number is 949-427-0771. But we're going to take our top of the hour break a little bit early so we can come back and get into a little bit of talking about the UFOs. And if you guys have any comments, questions, drop them in the chat and we'll talk about them when we come back. My commercial commercial break here. Mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential. Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Yohoi there, it's Gigi from Shift Happens, and you're listening to the one and only Fringe FM. Well, at least I'd imagine so. I'm not sure how else, uh, you know, you'd be hearing this. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard, and they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. 
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? <sighs> I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Hey there, this is Jess, host of the Jess Rogie Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, Fringe FM. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dog Man Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dog Man Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's I am dark. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Tonight we're doing a little new show, talking about a variety of topics. The call-in number is 949-427-0771. And uh, Sylvain says, I would love to hear what Alex Exum has to say about AI. You know, Sylvain, I am going to try to see if I can get Alex, Alex Exum on, but he is does not stay up this late. He is an early bird. So, but I think I might be able to get him on because he may want to talk about um, his uh, new show, uh, Dr. Stein, which I'm 
gonna have to click. I'm gonna have to play real quick the Dr. Stein promo if you guys haven't seen it or listened to it yet, because Alex does these audio dramas every year and they're pretty fantastic. Um, and we play and well, I don't think we're playing it here. I think you do have to buy a ticket, but he does have a promo code and you do get a discount and uh, it plays um, on Halloween night. So if you guys want to get your tickets, but let me play this trailer real quick and I will get you guys the link if you want to check it out. So check this out. This is Alex Exum's Halloween radio play this year. He get hires actors from Hollywood. He goes to a real old timey theater and records it. So take a listen. Warning. The FCC has banned the diabolical Dr. Stein due to its forbidden content. Absolutely no one under the age of 18 is permitted to listen without permission. A legal waiver is required to hear this radio broadcast by signing below with your email. You acknowledge we shall not be held liable for shock, hysteria, post-traumatic stress, or any known or unknown psychological trauma. You have been warned. Go to hearhorror.com now to sign the waiver and get your tickets today. Alex does one every year. He puts, he puts, uh, he puts money out of his own pocket into it and he creates these great stories. I guess you can go also go, this is easier. Go to diabolicaldrstein.com. And he said, it's a frightful night that'll include an on-care, encore perform, perform, I can't even speak, performance of last year's murder mystery, uh, manner of death. And then I think if, does he have the one from the year before? But yeah, he does these every year. They're awesome, well acted. It gets that that creepy feeling. You can hang out, get ready for Halloween. Yeah, so definitely check that out. So I think I might be able to get him on to talk about it. Maybe we can get him his take on AI because I don't think I've heard him do a rant about it. He might like it. I don't know. We'll see. So tonight. The main event, I guess, as you say, is we're going to talk about the Navy says all UFO video videos classified and releasing them are going to harm national security. So I want to talk a little bit about UFOs. I know you guys are like, Jess, you always say you're not talking about UFOs. Well, I don't, I am, and you guys know we still do sometimes, but we talk about them in a different way now, right? And more of an overarching kind of view and, and how... It's affecting our culture. You know, there's different aspects, too. I thought about this, too. There's so many different aspects to UFOs and UAPs, right? There's kind of the spiritual aspect where, you know, we've had people who've had spiritual awakenings afterward. There's the nuts and bolts people who have seen physical crafts fly over them and, you know, shoot beams of lights at them. You know, we've had people say they've been abducted and taken on to craft. There's all kinds of experiences with these crafts. Some people just see a light in the sky. Some people see a physical ship. Some people see something they've summoned. You know, what is it all? We don't know. You know, are they lights in the sky? Are they aliens? Uh, could it be one? Could it be all? I kind of lean to it could be a combination of things, really. But tonight, and this article kind of talks about the, the Navy videos. Um, 
will they harm they talk about releasing them will it harm national security so if you think about it like that and i started thinking well unless it was kind of a physical craft of some sort right would that harm national security so let's talk a little bit about this article here. And if you guys have any questions, comments, leave them in the chat, or you can call in at 949-427-0771. So the U.S. Navy says releasing any additional UFO footage. Aw. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay says, hi, lovely Jess. Been chilling and listening. Thank you for listening, Lindsay. Big heart. Oh, that's a, that wasn't a heart, but. I was trying to type a heart out to you. Thank you so much. I know a lot of you are just chilling and you guys aren't typing, but I know you're there. I know you're there. We're having one of those chill evenings. We're just kind of reading some articles, hanging out. So the U.S. Navy says releasing any additional UFO videos would harm national security. And the article I'm reading on is Vice. I'll put the link in the description. Written by Jason Cobbler. Cobbler? So the videos would harm national security and told a government transparency website that all of the UFO, all, the, all of the government UFO videos are classified information. And that, that, that uh, government transparency site is one and only blackvault.com by John Greenwald Jr. And you can also read the article talking on his website. This is just the Vice article is just kind of more of a summary and a quick breakdown of it. I'll put a link to John's uh, article in the description as well. In the Freedom of Information Act request response, the Navy gov the Navy told the government's uh, told the Black Vault that any public decimation dis dissemination of new UFO videos will harm national security as it may provide adversaries valuable information regarding the Department of Defense, Navy operation, vulnerabilities, and or capabilities, and no portions of the videos can be segregated for release. So I want to know what you guys think about that. Do they have videos? What if they don't even have any more videos? What if those were the best they had? Or... So what kind of tech are they hiding? Because really that's the threat for national security, right? If they don't put it out, if they put it out, then other countries are going to see what we have. So it makes you wonder. So the Black Vault says they were seeking all videos with the designation Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. And it says, this is an interesting response from the Navy because often military agencies will issue a so-called GLOMAR response, which is G-L-O-M-A-R, where they neither confirm nor deny the records. In this case, the videos are confirm or deny that the, 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 the records exist, and in this case, the videos, and refuse to say anything more. In this response, the Navy admitted that it has more videos, and it also gives rationale for releasing the three previous UFO videos. While the three UAP videos were first released in the past, the facts specific to those videos are unique to those videos, were initially released via, oh yeah, that's true, 
via unofficial channels before official release. Those events were discussed extensively in the public domain. In fact, major news outlets conducted specials on these events. Given the amount of information in the public domain regarding these encounters, it was possible to release the files without any further damage to national security. So this is the best part of the article. (laughs) It's true that the three videos, which were leaked from former Blink-182 singer Tom DeLonge and the New York Times, did not originally come out via official means. And I am talking about the Vice article, which is talking about the John Greenwald article where the Navy says the UFO videos are classified and they don't want to release them. So the military seemingly wanted to tell the public and Congress that UFOs are very real and a threat and that it needs more funding to determine what they are and perhaps protect us from them. But it continues to hold the videos close to the vest. So what do you guys think? Do you think that they have stuff and they're hiding it? Do you think if they showed it to us, everybody would see it? What do you guys think about that? What does it, does that mean anything to you? So maybe we'll never see the videos, but two. So let's talk about this too. Do we need to see the videos? I mean us. What do you think UAP David, AKA bug? Do we need to see the videos? I mean, it'd be cool if they have some really compelling stuff, but if they don't, then who cares? Right? Because no one, no one, no one has seen super compelling footage, like actual compelling, clear footage that was not CG or faked. We don't really have anything. David says it's alien tech. No, so here's the thing, too. If it's actually like physically nuts and bolts alien tech, they're not going to show us because they don't want, you know, um, our enemies or other countries or foreign nations to see what it is. But do you think, but here's the thing too, David, let me, let me riddle me this. But if these things are all over the world, right? All over the world and people are seeing them. And so, because it's safe to say, right? Other military is seeing them as well. Not only our military, right? So why, why would you, why do they need to hide the video other than they're saying, I guess they're hiding our tech, but the thing is, if they, they don't need to hide the video of the UAP or cut our tech out of it. David says, I don't need to, but we should be able to see them. You know, it would be interesting to see them, but do we need to see them? Laura says, as the usual, crappy footage, crappy videos. You know, and it's hard because, you know, we have so many people, so many people and many guests on this show have had experiences and many listeners, right? David says, maybe they're really worried about the reaction. I wonder too, you know, cause we all talk a big game to what if like, they're like pretty scary and we don't want to know. What if that's the truth? It's actually pretty scary and we don't want to know. What if it's not all lights and rainbows and good aliens, you know? 
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? <laughs> no, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. What if it's horrifying? <laughs> but it's all just a theory, right? Because we don't actually know unless you've had an experience. I mean, I don't want an experience and I haven't had one, you know. But I believe there's something out there. Because there's too many people who've had these experiences, but is it actually alien? Is it something that's actually here, right? We go, we think about that too. Now I can get my UFO rant, right? If it's always been here, you know, it makes you kind of think of that more kind of the passport to Magonia thing and how it, how people have been having these strange experiences all throughout humanity. And we call them, we call them different things. You know, back then it's like there's a succubus. Now it's the aliens abducting you. Is whatever this is kind of, it's, is it more of just, and I'm kind of leaning towards kind of just this energy, right? Or at least some of the experiences. Maybe there's physical aliens too, but I'm talking about these kind of like energetic things, right? That it's how our brain perceives them. Like right now we're in a very technical age, right? And we have been even since the fifties, right? And as we move forward, right, it's just more technology and more technology. So we kind of are in this like kind of sci-fi mindset and we think that they should look like grays. So they look like grays to us. Right. Or we think it's supposed to look a certain way. Cause if you think like back in the olden times, like when Travis Walton's story, right. He saw humanoids. People used to see a buttload of humanoids. Oh, I did good. I was going to say something else, not a buttload. Um, but let me go back to the chat here. I kind of lost my, my, my mojo on that one. Anyways, David says people bury their heads in the sand and this is a lot more crazy than people think. And I think you're right, David, because, you know, we talk about this, we talk about getting into the stranger parts of this whole phenomenon and everything phenomenon. It's just, kind of how things possibly are, I guess, if we kind of still have to talk about it in a theoretical way, because we don't actually know. We just kind of know from hearing these stories and talking to people, right? But the reality of it is it's probably not all like love and light. Is that, you know, it's, I know people want to believe that. And maybe there is good to it, because I kind of believe in that duality thing, right? There's good, there's bad, there's dark, there's light. And then there's gray, there's in the middle. David says, listen to abductees like Jim Samivan. He says, fascinating. Samivan? Laura says, even other streamers show all the same, but nothing changes. One day they may reveal, might be wrong. 
I've never seen anything. I haven't seen anything and nothing's happened to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, no, I agree because nothing's happening to me. Nothing's happened to me. David says, I'd love to know. I think there's a physical side to it. And there might be. I just don't know either. I don't know. And I think that's why it's, I've lent, kind of leaned more towards to the, the spiritual kind of experiences and how it it spurs more of a, a existential thing like there's more out there what are we you know uh -huh, david ha 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 david says nothing's happened to you that you know ha 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 you know i'd like to think it, it continues to not i just don't think they're interested in me i'm not that interesting i'm pretty boring i'm just a radio person you know i just talk on the radio <laughs> but no i don't i don't think that i don't even know i don't know i i kind of lean more towards like people seeing ufos and then or lights in the sky and kind of going on these journeys of what is it you know and and then kind of and you see it a lot a lot of people go down the path of nuts and bolts then once you get at the end of that road, then you go jump into like the spiritual stuff, the conspiracy stuff, no matter where your entry point is, you kind of bounce around into all these different areas. Right. Like I did the whole spiritual thing. I did the whole, I studied the whole galactic federation thing, you know, Lord Ashtar or whatever. Sorry if there's a Lord Ashtar, but I, I did that. You know, I've heard about the evil aliens, right? the dark and the light fighting, right? And then you hear about, okay, there's a secret space program, okay? Or you go in like the, what else? The conspiracy angle, right? There's the hidden agenda of hiding UFOs from people. And then the nuts and bolts, right? They're just nuts and bolts things. So after all this time, right, you bounce around and you're like, well, I'm just trying to figure the gd thing yeah oh i'm doing good at this cussing bleeping thing what did david say he says the bat shit experiments i had i wouldn't have remembered it had it for me not coming home with no takeaway well david you're gonna have to tell me that story because i don't know the story that you're talking about so it sounds like you're he says when my ex-wife asked me where the food was it made me think what happened so you went to get food it sounds like and you came back and there was no food. So did you lose time? Like, how long were you gone? Okay, let's see. Brian says, the other countries know. Please. They don't want us taxpayers to know. They need. He needs a new Assange to disclose the info. Two aliens. So what do you think, Brian? Do you think... Uh, that's why they don't want us to know what they have. I mean, that makes sense. Because God, you know, they got stuff, you know, they got some high tech stuff. They got all those drones and stuff. And those, that's only what we've seen. So what's the high tech? Gosh, darn my thing keeps hitting the damn thing. But you know, what other tech do they have? Like I went through this whole phase too, my military phase of going through all the military stuff and weapons and DARPA and all that too. I did all that. Then you go through like the NASA stuff, you know, but it's still, still, still right. This is why I'm like, what is there's some, where else is there to look or to know unless you've had your own experience. 
you know, it's, I, it's, it's, it's hard. This is a hard field and this is hard to quantify to people who don't believe in it, you know, or have had their own experience. But what happens if they do disclose these, if they actually do have these videos or is it high tech? And, you know, don't shoot me. I'm just, I'm just throwing the question out there so you guys can think about it. What if they do have you know, very advanced technology and that's all it is. And that's what these other videos are. We have this advanced technology and we've had it for a long time. Some people say like, oh, well, if we have it, then why don't they use it? Maybe they are using it. Maybe we can't see it. Oh no, large plasma sphere. Okay, UAP David says, I saw a large plasma-like sphere. Sphere. I know. I talk, right? And I can't talk. Sphere sphere slowly coming towards me i mentioned it briefly last time and i got mesmerized by it the next thing i knew i was at home in bed and outlet in bed and i have no recollection of driving home here's the thing right versus craft right out my you guys i gotta pause this for a second i have to adjust because my back hurts Uh, on the next break, I'll kind of readjust. It's just hurting from sitting in the same position. So this plasma ball thing, I remember when Louis came on at Louis Borges, gorgeous Borges came on a couple weeks ago and he talked about an incident where him and his friends saw this large orb coming towards them. Right. And their instinct was, it didn't make them feel like they wanted to stick around and they didn't want to see what it wanted. So they took off. Right. And so, David, so you were mesmerized by it, right? Did you have any fear or anything when you saw it? And like, and can you explain that? Was it was it transparent? Was it opaque? And um, do you remember what color it glowed? Because I've heard a lot of people, and these are friends and listeners that have seen orbs. Um, if you listen to my episode, probably two Navier's ago. Navier has been on the show several times, but maybe not this one, but the time before. She talks about when she was in Hawaii at a campsite because she lives in Hawaii and they were on the beach and there were a lot of people camping. And she said this green orb came up from the ocean and, you know, flew through the palm trees on the shore and just kind of scanned around and it turned around and it left. And now she says other people saw it, but, you know, she remembered it. I don't think everybody remembered it, but she could remember it. But these things of orbs, and I believe, too, now I'm remembering all the orb stories. And JP, I'm trying to stretch it, Dave, so you can, UAP David, so you can tell me what color your orb was. I think JP, too, while he was driving on the interstate out here in California, saw an orb while he was driving, like a large orb. And I believe Preston Dennett also saw a large orb while driving. So what are these large orb balls? What does it mean? You know, orbs, the orb summoners. Now we're on orbs, right? I'm going to have to make sure we make a note of the, uh, just talks about orbs for a really long time. But when we had the orb summoners on, if you haven't heard the episode, you can check it out uh, on Spreaker there um, on the Just Rogi show. The orb summoners um, summon orbs. And it's interesting because when I spoke to them and what initially caught their attention when they spoke to me, right, was that I talked about, you know, other orbs like paranormal orbs, orbs people see in their houses. I'm not talking about pictures, but with their eyes. Um, 
and orbs outside, you know, uh, and it seems that they could possibly be spiritual and en- spirit energy or energy of a being traveling. And that's what we perceive is the orb. Now let's talk a little bit about David's orb. David says, no fear. I asked him, how did he feel? He said, no fear. It looked like a craft to me. That's the feeling I had. I had my phone in my hand. I always thought I'd take a photo. But my, was it big? Probably 12 feet by 12 feet. I'm trying to visualize. That's pretty darn big. It's like bigger than a car. So it was like a craft. So it seemed solid to you. Did you think something was in it? Like, I guess 12 foot by 12 foot? Yeah, they could have a couple people sitting in it. And David says, I didn't think to record it. And I think people don't because in the moment, you're like, what the hell is this? I would think since I haven't seen one myself. But yeah, you know, I think too, if people, this is my advice, right? If you're interested in this topic, you know, you could get into the whole, what's going on with the government. And I mean, you know, if you're looking into it, by all means, look into it. But if you kind of want to know more, right? It's like people say, talk to the people that have had experiences. I've been talking to people who've had experiences for many years, you know, and a lot of them aren't on the air. You know, in the beginning, I talked to a lot of people and would just, you know, be an ear for them. But over time, it's like they kind of correlate and you kind of pick up the different trends and the different commonalities between everybody, you know. I never took a lot of, I took some notes about it, but, you know, you kind of see these commonalities um, between the stories. You know, at one point, a few years ago, too, um, I had thought about becoming a MUFON investigator. I even have the book here. But I, but kind of as I was kind of getting into that, like things happened and I chose, I chose to pursue radio versus pursuing UFO research, you know, I could have done one of the, I, I was like either focus on this or this. But as I was kind of at that crossroads, like, how do we get into story time, right? It's all this stream of consciousness. It's just because I'm doing a stream of consciousness kind of newsy thing, right? And it's late, and that's what happens. And it tells you a little bit about me, but there was this crossroads at, of the, at the time. And I was, you know, I was going to a lot of MUFON meetings. I was even applying to work at uh, the MUFON headquarters when it was here in Orange County. Um, and I really wanted to get behind MUFON. I went to the MUFON symposium that year. I spent a lot of time at the symposium, you know, talking to people and stuff. And, you know, I was really gung ho about it. And then um, just, you know, things happened and things shifted. I got the gig with the Fringe FM to do the news. And I, you know, and I was like, no, I want to be on the radio. I want to be on the radio. That's what I want. You know, I want to talk, I want to talk to as many people as I can and, you know, learn and share, you know, and having an audience is awesome because you get so many different points of view while we're, we're, while we're listening to the show and you guys become part of the show. But let me get back to what David is saying. Ah, okay. I can read what David says and we're on our, on our last break. Um, David says, 
Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. It seemed like it was controlling my thoughts, my actions. It almost made me feel like the thing itself was alive. But I think it was a craft. That's just, that's just the feeling I had. Like something beneath the plasma, and orange and red and swirling. Flame, swirling flame. Now, what do you guys think about that? See, that's interesting. I think the one Navier saw was green. But, like, the different orbs do different things, right? Different colors mean different things, like... That one was like a swirly, fiery one. But two, it's like if the damn craft is alive, right? If you think about, nope, that's a thing too. Okay, you know what? We have to take our last break. But when we come back, what if the crafts are alive? This is what we talk about in late night. News gets into theory, right? So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to read Laura's, Laura's uh, quote there when we come back. More. With me, Jess Rogie. We're having a solo show night. We went from the Rogie Report news into just kind of the stream of consciousness, which I'm kind of enjoying. We're chatting with the audience. We're having a good conversation. But UAP David says he felt that the craft was alive, intelligent. The one, oh, we got to take our break. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. More with me here live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie. This is The Jess Rogie Show, and we're talking a little bit about UAPs. We explore the mysteries of the universe, the unknown, high strangeness, consciousness, and our human potential. Lighting the Void is an eclectic program that strives to ignite the late night with stimulating conversations. Join us on The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play 
and the iOS app store. If you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience, even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe, maybe you even feel those old familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Musicians experience a lot of frustration with music marketing and promotion. They have no idea how to get their music heard. And they're spending hours sending emails, making phone calls, and hitting up their friends to promote them. With our industry-powered digital marketing platform, we can set up your media plan in minutes. Our team will automatically distribute your music across all the best channels, so you can focus on actually making the music. Submit your music today on our website at mymusicpromoter.com. That's mymusicpromoter.com. Hey, this is Anthony Tyler, host of Black Hoodie Alchemy, and you are listening to The Fringe FM. Thousands of people are having paranormal experiences with ghosts, demons, shadow people, dogmen, Bigfoot, and more. Their stories need to be told, and they are being told. Dark Waters, the renowned storyteller, invites you to join at imdarkwaters.com. For just a few dollars a month, you can listen to some of the most hair-raising and compelling stories on the planet. You'll have access to real-life stories told by Dark Waters, thousands of hours of content. Their encounters are being told and told by the best at imdarkwaters.com. Listen to stories like The Rabbit Man, The Dog Man Encounter in Silas, Alabama, The Man with No Face, The Other Woman, A Day Ahead of the Devil, Dog Man Murder in Hurricane Ida, even a story of someone trying to kill a dogman. Louisiana Water Demon Stories. Sign up today and become a member at imdarkwaters.com. That's imdarkwaters.com. All right. We are back live on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. Thanks, Fred. This is the Jess Rogie Show. I'm Jess Rogie. We're going to get to some of these comments here in the chat room. I don't know what Limp Biscuit mood. Oh, let's see here. I'm going to check the... Di- oh, you know what? I closed the Discord. So if you're in Discord, I'm so sorry. I will check it here in a little bit. We are... Let's see what we got here in the chat room. Do, do, do. Let's see. Laura says, we should need more proof like videos and photos because I can't see the point of people not showing any proof whatsoever. But that's me. I know some people have proof of orbs. 
yes, there's a lot of proof. There's a lot of photos and there's a lot of like people who've seen orbs. Um, what David says is he believes that they could be alive. And he says, Mortimer has seen smaller orbs. I've never seen the smaller ones, but I've seen a lot of shadow beings. Yeah. Shadow beings. Oh, shadow beings. We might have my, we, we are going to have Mike Rexicker on here in October. He's going to do an hour with us and then we'll do open phone lines after, but he is the shadow being specialist. So you guys want to check that out. Obviously going to get closer to the date. I'll let you guys know when he's coming on, but shadow beings are one of the things that really fascinate me. I find them super interesting. Do I want to see one? No, but David also says I was uh, paralyzed like sleep paralysis. But he managed to push it away. I also had an NDE when I was 14 when my heart stopped for six minutes. Oh, ooh, David. David, are you going to call in one day and tell these stories? Because David says, I had an OBE when I took ketamine, which I had no idea was an insane turn of the trips. But I was no longer human. I was a rock on the ring of Saturn. But then I could control where I moved towards the Earth instantly. Most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Even with a drug like ketamine, I have no idea how that happened. As for the NDE, it was a typical of an NDE. You're like. <laughs> so UAP David's like, I had an NDE, NDE, whatever. Pretty typical of what you hear. But that ketamine, but no, but the ketamine, but most people have an NDE, right? UAP David, and it changed, and then like it changes them completely, right? David's like, yeah. But ketamine, but the ketamine trip sounds interesting because you said you turned into a rock on the ring of Saturn and then you could control where you were. That is way more amazing than when I took ketamine. I did not like it. I did not like it. I did not like it at all. But the having an OBE with ketamine, though, I hear happens. I've, you're the second person that I've spoken to directly. The other one was a friend of mine that took ketamine and had an OBE. Um, my other, my friend um, had a spontaneous OBE after taking the ketamine. He said he was sitting there and he wanted to get up out of his chair. Right. And when he got up, he says like a ghost cartoon, right? Like his spirit, his consciousness, like his, he went out of body and he got up and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm up. But then when he turned around, he saw that he was still sitting there. So, not that I recommend it. I've not had that experience. I had a more uncomfortable experience with it. It was more like, you guys want to hear mine? Mine was more like, um, get out. No, yeah, get out. Like, I went down into the hole, and that was not... Yeah, I wouldn't do that one again. I didn't like that. So, David says, the classical light in the distance. So... You went towards the light, or you, did you not go towards the light, David? We're going to drop that call-in number again, ladies and gents. It is 949-427-0771. Also, I guess what we could talk about, since we're talking about orbs, if anybody has any more orb comments, or we can talk a little bit about... Um, we can talk more about UFOs and how we got here. But, you know, it's it's all these experiences that David's had. You know, the OBEs, the NDEs, you know, all the E's. 
that kind of make you question, you know, what what what's going on here? What is the real 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 wheel? Real world, what is like what is what do we not see that's going on around us all the time? Okay. We'll probably do call in on Thursday unless we have a guest. I gave Thursday out as a possible date for a guest because Friday we have the Majungus. So we're not, we will take calls, but more for the Majungus on Friday. So we're probably going to do open lines on Thursday unless our guest uh, takes Thursday as a date. So you can call in. Oh shit. David says, I was in the ambulance. I bolt sat bolt right up in the ambulance and shouted, man. It's weird, right? It's weird that... Oh, good morning, Angel's Breath. Angel Breath, how are you? David is talking about his near-death experience, and hopefully we're going to have him call in on Thursday. Unless we have a guest, then we'll have to have him call in the next week. He did not see Jesus. He did not see Jesus. So that... You know, I... Oh, I uh, I'm curious about it, but I don't want to see it because, like, I don't want to ruin the surprise later. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a surprise, right? It's the it's the finale of this this whole chapter, so I kind of want to be surprised when I see it. But you say no Jesus, right? No Jesus, just the light. It's weird. It's a trip, right? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for the surprise. But as far as UFOs go, right? Don't want to know more, right? I want to know more about everything else. And I think that's where a lot of us are now. It's a journey. It's a journey of learning. It's a journey of discovery. And it starts in one place. You could start in ghosts and end up in UFOs. And then want to find out more about us. I'm so curious about like our human potential our ability like the ability to communicate and connect our consciousness in other realms the dream world the meditation world you know you can go on and then they say when you astral travel or do these obes you can meet up with other people you know like remote viewing and how you can project your consciousness into other places and see other things Oh, very good, Angel's Breath. Angel Breath says, all good. Thanks, Jess. Hope you're well. UAP David says, I was close to getting the light, but I was brought back to the light. Oh, I was scared and didn't trust the light. David says, I was scared and didn't trust the light. Okay, well, maybe I rescind what I said earlier. If you guys are having bad NDEs and you're like, heck no, maybe tell us so we can kind of be prepared so we can kind of figure out what to do. So I had heard this a while ago, right? And this is part of like meditating and doing spiritual work, right? Because they say if you're able to control your consciousness, right? And at least like connect with it and consciously do this, right? So when you die, it's easier, right? Because you're familiar with dealing with yourself out of your body. And so for a long time, I was like, man, maybe I don't want to do that shit because, or, excuse me, do that stuff. Because like, I don't want to, I don't want to think about that right now, right? Sylvan's laughing at UAP David. <laughs> Why did you go towards it, says Laura? Because there's the whole soul trap thing, right? But I read on the internet, if you guys have heard of the soul trap thing, I saw somebody post, they said the soul trap has been broken or it's been dismantled, so no more soul trap. So maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Uh, 
Pinzer says, I wouldn't go to the light either. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Laura's lost. Laura, would you go to the light? I don't know, because they say, the right, if you go to the light, then you're reincarnated into this soul trap, and the archons are recycling us and trapping us into a reincarnation cycle in which we're forever stuck unless we don't go into the light or is the trick is, is that a story and a trick to make us not want to go into the light? Right. That's the whole thing. I think we had a guest on, I can't remember who it was that we asked um, about the NDEs. Maybe it was the gentleman I had on right before the bad thing happened with my mom. Um, so I'm not going to go back to listen to that episode, but I think he was saying that there's no soul trap or was it someone else? I can't remember. Oh. David says he to answer Laura, he says because it was being drawn towards the light like a magnet. And she said he said I would start to walk towards the light. <laughs> no, not towards the light. A lot of people are not towards the light. That used to be the thing, right? Go towards the light. But then you also hear that like the archive. Now, I'm just saying this is what you hear. I don't know, guys, right? This is all like theory and stuff. So we don't actually know because nobody knows. But they say that like they'll project and make you feel like, oh, it's your loved ones calling you into the light, right? But it's just a trick you to get back into the whole thing. The first time I read that, I was like, yo, it kind of makes sense. I don't want it to make sense. But you're like, what if that's the case? And they're just like, go to the light get reincarnated, come back to this hole and do it all over again, you know, but it doesn't have to be such a hole, you know, it could be, it would be beautiful. World could, this world is actually beautiful. There's just a lot of ugly things that happen here, right? You go out into nature and you see how pretty this planet is. It's very nice. It's very nice. But, there's also crappy things, you know? The yin and the yang. I forgot how I got on that. But it's... I think it's just very much this kind of subject that's so hard to tackle because there's not a lot of actual evidence. It's a lot of story... Not story... It is stories and experiences. There's very little hard data. Most of the time... And, you know, the... and And... The, the story, and if we talk about just pure UFOs, and we're not talking about entities, extra by extraterrestrials, and ultra dimensionals, if we just talk about the thing in the sky, 
David, are you okay? David, I don't want you to feel mocked. David, I hope you didn't leave. Don't leave. I would never mock you. I hope I didn't say anything to make you feel bad. I was just... I have this spiel I'm going through about talking about evidence and lights in the skies. I'm not talking about beings. I'm not talking about abductions. I'm not talking about any of that at all. What I'm talking about is just UFOs right now. Just UFOs. Just lights in the skies or crafts in the sky. You are not mocked here, David. You should feel comfortable here, David. We love you. And Bug, how long have you been around? You know. We don't, I'm not going to mock you. I hope you didn't leave. Hang around, friend. Share your stories. We're going to have you call in. But even if we just talk about these lights in the sky, right? What we're just talking about is these things that we don't really have hard evidence for. And I'm talking about physical, like, they say the government has physical evidence, right? But we're not talking physical evidence. We're talking about there is something out there and we don't know what it is. But what I find so interesting about this whole thing is that it often spurs research and it, it spurs going down these rabbit holes. You know, I remember when I was in the conspiracy angle of all this, because I used to, you know, after 9-11, I got heavy into the conspiracy boards, right? And that's when I kind of started picking up more on UFOs and kind of reading about UFOs. But no matter the path, and this is what I was getting at, no matter the path, it seems that a lot of people end up here. Right here, not right here, but around here, looking because they're curious. They want to know what what's out there. They want to know about this world, about our human potential, like I was saying. You know, Oh, I hope you're okay, Laura. And David, I hope you are still around, my friend. I hope you're still around. Please, I'm going to message you later on Twitter if you're not around because I, f I don't want you to feel like that. I want you to feel like you can speak openly about your stories and your experiences here. Because, yes, we don't have proof, but we do have people's experiences. Like, I could tell you for sure hundred percent that I've had a lot of I've had paranormal experiences and Laura is saying she's not mocking anyone I hope that her lol that's just how Laura types and Laura is Laura did never I don't Laura would never mock anybody yeah she was just asking and she does type lol at the behind it doesn't mean that she's like ha 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 she's just you know saying that she's not being serious or harsh with the question so I hope you understand that, David. Laura's very kind. She wouldn't mock you. But what I'm trying to get at, guys, and, you know, we have to, we got to get along here, you know, but what I'm getting at is that this is all part of this experience, this human experience, our experience. And I think I was talking to Drew Banky one day. You know, we love Drew on the show. Drew's a good friend. Um, 
but he talks about, you know, it, it's spurring a lot of people's spiritual experiences. And if we think about Mr. Omar Laura, right, who I've had on the show several times, who saw the 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 orb shoot up out of the uh, hovering over the ocean and then shoot up into the air. He said what that did was it changed his, it shifted his paradigm. It changed the way he looked at everything. He now realized that if UFOs are real, then maybe ghosts are real. And then, you know, he shared on the show and I'm sure he's shared other places now that, you know, people now come to him and talk and ask and, you know, share their UFO stories because he's been comfortable enough to share his. Now people will, will share theirs. And now they've started also sharing paranormal experiences like videos of orbs and other experiences now. So Omar is finding himself kind of, and this was last year. This is last year. So Omar's probably grown even more. Maybe he's, he's gone deeper into this stuff, but you know, I've known this guy since he didn't, he barely went public and he was in a documentary to now he's doing interviews with all these big UFO uh, shows and podcasts but you know just watching like the spiritual growth of like being more curious and wanting to know more about what's going on now you know so i find it interesting and laura says david if you're listening she says david i'm sorry if i did she gives a big kiss and sylvain says laura's cool no we know she is she doesn't mean anything she doesn't mean any harm and it's hard david david please listen to me because you know, it's hard to hear people's tone in the chat room. And we all know that we know that's totally a thing. You see people fight on Twitter every day. You know, you see people fight on social media. You've probably got an argument with a friend or a loved one over text because of the way they didn't see how something was said. I have a dry, I have a dry sarcastic sense of humor sometimes and through text, guess what? It doesn't come out. I kind of come out sounding like an asshole. I don't mean to be. So please, David, understand Laura. Sorry if there was a misunderstanding and I apologize too. This is not the environment that we have. It's a nice environment. It's a comfortable environment, an environment that's supposed to be more conducive to sharing thoughts, ideas, and theories and expanding what we talk about and our thoughts, you know. A lot of shows that are very factual and fact-based and evidence-based, but, you know, we're a little more open here because, well, it's late night and I think that's cooler. So, belief... I believe that there's so much in this freaking world. Oh my God, I blabbed. This is good. Maybe we need less. Maybe I need more call-in shows like this where you guys don't call in. But you don't have enough time tonight. But tomorrow night, I even had a whole close. This is great though. I said, uh, we're just going to have to close it up now because we got less than five minutes to go. But you know. I think people grow, people change, UFOs, whether you keep looking into them or not, you know, it's cool. But I think it is interesting how it spurs people on a, on a journey of discovery sometimes, you know, and leads to, <gasps> I'm so happy. It's so happy. I'm so happy. He said, it's okay. I have a lot of stuff going on. Hugs. 
Yes. I'm glad you're back, David. Hey, David, we all got a lot of stuff going on, so it's good that you just explained. But yeah, no, we're all, we're all pretty nice here. I think that's what's cool about it. We're pretty nice people. You know, we're pretty understanding and we just want to learn and we just want to grow. And, you know, we just want to talk to each other and know more about the world that we live in. Because nobody really knows. We're all just sitting here theorizing and sharing. But together, you know, maybe maybe we can piece some pieces of the puzzle together. So I want to give a big shout out to everybody before we close out tonight. Big shout out to David. I'm so glad you're here. Big hugs. Shout out to Laura who started her maternity leave today. So that means she can stay up late with us as long as she's not too tired with the baby. <laughs> because she's got to sleep before that baby comes out. Good night, Sylvan. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from France. David, I think David's in the UK. Laura's in Mexico. I don't know where you are, Pinzer, but thank you for listening, Pinzer, and joining us tonight. Angel's Breath, I'm not sure where you're from, but thank you for joining us tonight. We'll have to ask tomorrow night where everybody's from. I hope I didn't miss anybody. I might have, but thank you guys so much for listening. I had a great time doing a solo show. It makes me feel happy because I know... It feels good to like just talk, right? And it's just me and you and you and me right before or right, right before bed or right here in the morning. So have a great day or night, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow night, we got um, James Salcedo, Salcedo Paranormal. Going to start getting into that Halloween mood, telling some stories and talking about, because what James is, James is kind of like a medium. I mean, even though he won't admit it, right? His vibration is very much to the paranormal, so he can see all these spirits and entities, and and uh, and he can see them. So James is like kind of this guy who can see into different realms and dimensions, or connects with them very easily. So it's always interesting to hear his stories. So, Pinzer Flackham says, "You rock, Jess. You rock, Pinzer. I love your makeup in that picture." And I hope you do try to join more often. Ah, Angel's Breath from Cornwall, England. Hell yeah, more England. Oh, you're in California. Me too, Pinzer. Yeah. It's not too late for us. Yes, James is a medium. He's very much a medium. <laughs> I know it. So he's like, I see all these ghosts. The ghosts are like attracted to James. He is a ghost magnet. I'm going to tell him that tomorrow. But he's got so many freaking fantastic stories. Dude, and we got more great ghosts. We got great paranormal people coming on next month. We're getting ghosty. Getting ghosty. Are you a medium, Sylvan? We'll have to see who's a medium in here. Because I bet you there's more than one. I'm kind of a medium myself. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have a wonderful night slash morning. Thank you for listening around the world. Have a great night or morning. <laughs>